Welcome to Second Opinion, the reviews show here on the Nexus. Today, Ryan Rampersad will be grilling Ian Arbuck on his experiences with the NVIDIA Shield tablet. Find the show notes for this episode at thenexus.tv slash SO20. All right, Ryan, are you ready for this thing? Uh, are you ready? Because I'm grilling you about uh, your I tablet. Hope so. <laughs> yeah, so this tablet is... Um, it's it's a little old, uh, which is why we're calling this one a post mortem instead of a like review review. Um, but I think that that post mortems are still useful because they like your overall experiences with a thing over the course of its entire life can definitely inform like what you are looking for in the in the next the next thing that you buy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and so often it's impossible to know exactly like what's going to go wrong with a device, um, bef- you know, when it's only a couple of weeks old, which is the flaw in the most regular reviewing. review so- yeah cycle. But like it's it's kind of necessary to get most of those reviews out right um, early on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So some quick facts about the Nvidia Shield tablet. Um, it was released in July of 2014. Um, it came out at like $300 back then. Um, they actually they had like two different models. The 16 gigabyte model was $300, and then the 32 gigabyte model with LTE was like I don't know 50 or $100 more. Um, it was probably $100 more. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I decided to go with the cheaper one. Um, and I thought it was kind of funny that um that this tablet released just like a matter of months before lollipop came out with material design. And so like the, the box art, the the picture of the tablet on the box has a completely different, like set of navigation buttons down there at the bottom. Oh yes. The little house. Yep. 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 Um, instead of our lovely, like circle square and triangle Hmm. the way it should be. Yeah. Um, it has an 8-inch screen that is 1920 by 1200, so that's a uh, 16 by 10. Um, just a little bit, little bit weird. You don't, uh, you don't, you don't like that? It's well, I mean, it's it's a little bit like it's it's not your standard, right? You expect most most phone screens that you get to be like 16 by 9. Sure. Um, and I think that the reason that they did a 16 by 10 is because you're more likely to be using a tablet in landscape. Than, than a phone in landscape mm-hmm. and the way that they have the ui set up the uh, navigation buttons go from being um on the short end of the screen to the long end of the screen right when... so they give you an extra ratio to hold those buttons yep yep, yep. that makes sense um it was the first uh device to to feature the nvidia tegra k1 chip um and uh, NVIDIA actually did this a few times. Like, the, the predecessor to this tablet was the Shield Portable, which was that wonky-looking, like, it was a controller that had a flip-up screen. Um, so it was kind of like a Game Boy, like, like a, a Game Boy Advance SP kind of thing. But, like, the controller was, like, a full-size Xbox controller, and it ran, like, full Android. Um, and that was the first, um, let's see, that, that was the first device to run the Tegra 4 chip, I believe. Um, and so then this, this tablet was the first one with the Tegra K1. It had two gigabytes of RAM. Um, and like I said before, it came with uh, 16 gigabytes of storage or 32 gigabytes. Um, but it does have an, a micro SD card slot for expanded storage. And it has a stylus. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Um, and then like uh, 
a year and a half later, um, in November of 2015, they came out with a kind of an updated version of, of the tablet. Um, it was called the Shield K1, and uh, it launched without the stylus um, for $200. So they knocked $100 off the price. And and then, like, the stylus was available as, like, a, a add-on, like, that mm. you could purchase separately for, like, 30 bucks or something like that, which was strange. Well, um, somebody might want it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, $30 for that, like, it didn't seem like a sophisticated piece of technology. Hey, you know? just like, um, you know, just like this USB cable here. But for some <laughs> reason, Apple can still uh, sell it for $400. Oh, I mean $40. Well, I'm not sure. Yep, yep. So why did you buy this thing? So, well, I, I was at a point in my college career where I was like, I haven't bought anything, like, major in a little while. Maybe I should go and buy something. And which is a terrible reason to buy things. No, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> that is a wonderful reason to buy things. That is exactly how I function. I understand where you're coming from. Um, yeah. So I, I like allowed myself roughly one major purchase per semester. Um, and so this was like, like I, I decided to get this tablet um, because for one thing, I had like my first mobile devices were small tablets, right? I started off on the Nexus 7. Um, I had both models of that and I really, you know, I liked that device. I, so I knew that like a small f- form tablet was going to fit into into my usage cases, right? Um, I was also very intrigued by the NVIDIA specific features that they had in there because um, like they had started putting in these cool things to their graphics cards such as like shadow play and like um efficient streaming using the hardware of of the uh of the graphics card right Mm -hmm. and the shield tablet was the first tablet to have those kinds of features built into the hardware um so you know you could you could record your gameplay from the um tablet you could stream from the tablet to like twitch um you could, if you owned a, a PC with an NVIDIA graphics card, you could stream PC games from that computer to your tablet. Um, and they also had, like, a service where you could pay monthly to, like, um, be allowed to stream games from NVIDIA servers. Um, and, of course, as as we know, pretty much every, like, game streaming service out there uh, of that kind has not done super well financially. Nope, they've pretty uh, much all dissolved and folded away. Yep, yep. Um, and of course, to to accommodate all of these like PC games that you were going to theoretically be playing on this tablet, um, there was a wireless controller that you could buy for the tablet. Um, and uh, and they also wanted you to be able to plug the tablet into a television and use it as though it was a micro console. And so it had a mini HDMI port on it. Is that and the cable that I gave you that one time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like mentioned that offhand while I was at your house and I was like, I don't have any mini HDMI cables. And you were like, well, I do. <laughs> so I <laughs> took that home <laughs> and it's sitting in the drawer in front of my TV and is absolutely never used. <laughs> yeah. No, no surprise there. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, it's, it's such a fascinating thing to think about now that the Nintendo Switch is out because the, this Nvidia Shield tablet is in a lot of ways like a spiritual predecessor to the the Switch. Um, the whole idea of like, it's a little tablet, but you can use controllers with it and you can plug it into your TV and it acts like a console in that case. But like, it's the same games that you can be playing while you're walking around. 
Um, and that's like, yeah. So, so I, I like to think of the shield tablet as kind of like a prototype to what the, what the switch became, especially, especially since the switch is also running like Nvidia Tegra uh, chips in it. (laughs) So I I think that's one of the, uh, a really good comparison. It's almost like, um, whatever's before alpha, like, uh, what's the Greek letter Z? Zeta? Okay, well, it's a Zeta type then, because... Oh, wait, it... no, no, the last one in the Greek alphabet is Omega. Fine. Okay, it's an Omega <laughs> type then. Wow, that was... That's pretty bad. We should know that. Um, yeah. So it's it's like the Omega type, because it used the Tegra. It has a pretty similar form factor. Um, is it is the screen better on that than the Switch? Um, yeah, so the Switch is like a 6-inch screen at 720p. Um, yeah, I know. It's it's 2017. It's kind of, kind of low. But I don't think that they would have been able to run like any serious games on sure. the Switch at any higher resolution than that anyway. Yes, due to processing limitations. And, yep. and, and of course, you can clearly see that in the Switch because it has a huge centimeter wide and multi-centimeter long heat pipe yep. uh, and, and i'm almost certain that the shield tablet does not have an absurd heat pipe no 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 and actually i did take some uh size comparison pictures of the shield tablet next to one of my students switches um and yeah it's it's like when you when you have the joy con controllers attached to the sides of the switch um, the two tablets are fairly compares- comparable in like the footprint that they have on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the Switch is much, much thicker than the NVIDIA yeah. Shield tablet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it probably wouldn't have been a bad thing for the for the shield tablet if it had a uh <laughs> a, a, a heat sink because it does run a little hot sometimes. Is that um, is that a, one of those reasons for its exploding potential? I don't I'm not sure. So uh yeah, <laughs> we can get into that um a little later I think. Okay. Um But yeah, so back back to my reasons for buying it back then obviously we didn't know that the switch was going to be a thing like back then so i i didn't uh want to get a hipster switch necessarily um but yeah there there weren't really any other tablet choices it was either ipad or i guess you could have purchased the 2013 nexus 7 again but what's the point in that that's still right yeah um yeah, there there had been a few like android gaming tablets that were that that like had um controllers kind of attached to the sides the way that like they looked a lot like what the switch looks like with the joy cons attached to the side of it um but those of course were like limited by the fact that gosh darn it there aren't really any android games that are built for with controllers in mind so that's why like nvidia being this big company in the gaming space in you know i the hope was that they were going to be able to push forward this whole concept of like yes android can be a platform for serious games that use actual controllers and even if not if you don't have those games that are native on android you can still play your pc games on this tablet by streaming them from your from your pc mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, I also I I noted of course that the uh Shield tablet had close to stock Android, um which is uh, a pretty important thing to keep in mind for for two reasons. One the um the interface of course, if you know they're not going to like I don't like having 
tons and tons of skins on top of uh, Android because I don't think that they look as good. Um, and also, it's more likely that NVIDIA would be able to um, to bring out Android updates to the, to the NVIDIA Shield tablet in a timely manner. And of course, that's not a guaranteed thing, um, <clears throat> but it actually turned out to be pretty true, as we'll see in, in a little bit. Um, and then, of course... I have like this huge library of Android games already that I had been like acquiring through Humble Bundles, um, and I couldn't fit most of them onto my phone all at the same time. So I was like, if I just have like this tablet that is dedicated to having all my games installed, then I, you know, I could kind of compartmentalize the like the storage that I had with me carrying around in my mobile devices. Um, you know, use my phone for like storing music and podcasts and then like the nvidia shield tablet for storing like games and maybe any like movies that i wanted to download for a trip or something like that um so that was that was kind of my plan it's a reasonable plan yeah and actually that's that's definitely the part of my plan that worked out the best i would say (laughs) is is um the way that it complements having a phone Mm -hmm. um in that, you know, I can I can use this 8-inch tablet to be a bigger screen for my gaming, for my video watching, and even for my reading. Like, I like having... I feel like an 8-inch tablet is about the, the perfect size to hold in your hand and, like, read through an ebook or, you yeah. know, even, even like, scrolling through um, articles online. Um, you know, that's really interesting because, you know, uh, there's a lot of discussion now that... Uh, something like the iPad mini form factor, which is around eight inches. Mm-hmm. People are just not buying it in a large quantity. And so that, that makes you wonder, is it the size or is it is it the, you know, limited processing power? But I agree with you. I think that that eight inch size is great. I remember when I had the Nexus 7s, all mm-hmm. of them. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they were and nice. And some of your Nexus 7s became my Nexus 7s. Exactly. <laughs> And you know they were nice, but they were always a little bit too too tall and not wide enough, too bezely. Mm-hmm. The shield had a really nice size. Yeah, and and the shield, of course, didn't get rid of that bezeliness. Um, but I think that they had a good approach to it. Um, so let's actually let's segue into the talking about the hardware of the um, tablet. Um, so I think that it had a really, really great design for an 8-inch tablet, especially from 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, it, it definitely looks kind of dated, but, um, you know, what do you expect? Um, and the reason that I say that I think that they treated their bezel really well is because they have these really good-sounding front-facing speakers on the front of this this thing um, that also double as, like, where you grip it with your thumbs when you're right. holding the device in landscape. Um, and actually the, the like revamped version of the, uh, the tablet that came out in 2015, um, has kind of this, this different like texture on the speaker grills that kind of encourages you to, to hold it there. Um, cause I, I think that they realized that that's exactly what was, you know, mm-hmm. what that was used for. Yeah. I think that makes perfect sense. Um, it also has like this really nice kind of wedge shape that 
tapers like from the front to the back. So the back of the device is a little bit smaller than the front of the device, kind of similar to if you've ever seen a Microsoft Surface out in the wild, mm-hmm. um, how those kind of kind of taper from front to back. And that makes it like really nice to hold um, in portrait mode with, you know, if you've got like two hands that you're holding it with, especially because um, like your, your, your hand kind of curves around that that tapering um pretty nicely um obviously it's not like an ergonomic mouse or anything like that you know it's not actually following the contours of your hands Mm -hmm. but um it just gives you kind of a nice a nice way to grip it um they also a lot of people love to call the nvidia shield tablet like the the nexus 7 that wasn't made by google right The, the successor to the nexus 7 um and they they definitely take a lot of like style choices from the Nexus line because um, it's got like this soft plastic back, kind of a matte finish, right? With like all caps "Shield" written across it. Um, very similar to to what Nexuses were doing um, at that time. You know what's kind of funny about that is that there was actually a Nexus product that could have almost been this device, which would have been the Nexus Nine. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah, that was... Um, but the funny thing is, its code name describes exactly what happened to it, which is Flounder. Flounder, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, let's see, wait, was it the Nexus 9, the Samsung one? Nope, HTC. That was HTC, okay. Yep. Okay. And and so it had the same K1, and it had 2 gigs of memory, it had 16 or 32 gigabytes of storage, it, it had an 8.9-inch display, but it's really similar in in, in other regards. Mm-hmm. But that's right, that's right. And it had the Nexus Nine had that same like giant camera aperture area that yes. the Nexus Five did. The bezels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And then let's see. Um. Did the does the Pixel C also have an Integra chip in it? Um, probably that sounds right yes yeah i think all of like all of their tablets uh have have done that anyway anyway um the stylus on the shield is um i mean i'm not the best person to ask if you want to use a tablet as like a drawing tool um because i don't draw um but uh i can tell you that it has like kind of this chisel shaped tip you know um Mm -hmm. so like one part of it is is pointy and then the other part's kind of like flat and so like the brush strokes that you do when you're using especially like the first party nvidia dabbler um program uh you know the brush strokes will be wider when you're using the wider part of the stylus um etc um I've had this tablet for like three years now, and I only just discovered this year that it has a handwriting recognition keyboard built in, uh, like that NVIDIA made for it. Um, and the only the only situation that I have ever used it in and have like thought that it was worthwhile um, is like if I have two apps open side by side, you know, and I'm like reading in one of them and I'm writing in the other one. Um, the keyboard, the on-screen keyboard would take up too much space mm. to be able to, like, do anything with those two. And so, like, having the handwriting keyboard, um, which is, a, you know, a significantly shorter, um, being able to just write on the screen is is good. Um, one of the really, really nice things about the 
stylus is that the screen can actually differentiate between the stylus and your skin. So um, it can like ignore finger or palm inputs um, if you want it to. Um, and you can have it do that like system wide um, or some of NVIDIA's programs, some of their apps will also just do it like inside the app itself, um, but only on like specific UI elements, right? So like in the in the drawing app, um, you could have it ignore your finger inputs on the canvas itself, but still accept finger inputs for like the undo, you know, the, mm-hmm. the like the, the brush the tools, uh, yeah. selection tools. Yeah, all that, all the menu stuff. Um, and so that's that's like a really, really good touch there. <laughs> touch. Huh. <laughs> uh, um, in 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 actuality and like practically, I use the stylus almost exclusively when playing Hearthstone, um, because like it's nice to be able to see the cards that I'm dragging around on the screen without my finger, my big fat thick fingers getting in the way of me being able to see them. Um, so that's that's what I usually use the stylus for. Yeah. So you you brought up the um, the surface, and so. Mm-hmm. The surface comes with uh, a stylus, also. Well, yeah. I guess if it comes with it or not is up for debate these days. But it did come with it at one time, just like the the shield. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the drawing functionality on that is actually very useful. So um, a lot of people at work have a surface as their primary computer, and they're not developers, so they the the limited processing power is not an issue. But what they right. do get out of it is. Um, it's a basically a big virtual whiteboard, so they can share their screen, go into OneNote, and just start drawing. And it's really nice. And I can see wh- how this is almost uh, three years too early to have any software that could have used it on yeah. Android. I would also say that probably this an eight inch screen is too small to really use as like a drawing yep. thing. Um, you know, like I. I watched Savannah using her Surface Pro 4, which is, uh, I don't know, what, like a 12-inch screen or something like that? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I'd have to look it up. Sounds um, about right. But yeah, so like, like that works pretty well. Um, and then I and then I think about like the the surface uh, that the workstation one that you know like has that crazy yes. hinge that lets it come down almost flush with the table yeah. and I'm like man that now that would be a drawing experience right there. Yep. Um, but then you also think of something like um, the 3ds and how it as a stylus. <laughs> although you don't maybe draw on it, you certainly do, or you're 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 told to use it to click buttons. So yeah, yeah I don't know. You like, can't win. Mm, mm, I mean, the the 3ds had the pressure sensitive screen instead of a capacitive screen. So yeah, gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. My biggest biggest complaint with the shield tablet is definitely that 16 gigabytes of storage is an absolute joke um and i did get an sd card to use with it but sd cards on android are still a hassle yep um you know unless you're using it for something like just straight up static files you know if you want to put like a whole mp3 collection onto an sd card that'll work just fine for you but like having to manage which apps are stored on the sd card and which ones are not and you know most of the system like all of the system apps that you have are not going to be able to be transferred over to the sd card and many many of the apps that you install from the play store are also not going to be able to be transferred over to the sd card and so it's like 
my advice here here's one of the universal truths that I'll take away from my from my time with um the shield tablet is when you're buying a device even if it says that you can use an SD card to add like you know hundreds or terabytes of storage uh don't don't take that as a feature just take the amount of internal storage that it has and that's how much storage you should think of you know yep. for that device um so yeah, 16 gigabytes, not really enough for me to do much with it. But like I said, this isn't my primary device, so I don't have to store a lot of the stuff that I need, you know? Um, it's it's just I can store all of the fun things on it. So did it come with a camera? Uh, it, yeah, it's got a front-facing and a back-facing camera. Um, I think both of them are 5 megapixels. So with regards to SD cards, my 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 vision for their purpose is to store pictures basically and mm. then have an easy way to get pictures off of the device and into some kind of you know it could be a card reader on your computer sure. or at a printing kiosk at Walgreens so that you can actually print pictures that's my vision for why SD card is in demand mm-hmm. but i agree with you entirely that SD card is a horrible experience for any apps because as you said it's a disaster on android and yep. it, rightfully so, because most people buy awful SD media. Yeah, yeah. If you've got an SD card that isn't fast enough, then the experience of trying to load an app off of that SD card is going to be freaking awful. Yep. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about software? Yes. So I definitely think that the they struck the right balance for having like stock Android with some nifty features added onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because most of the nifty features are like hardware specific, um, you know, so like having stylus, you know, like stuff in the UI, right? right? So tie-ins to their specific hardware. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They um, also being NVIDIA, of course, they have like different optimization settings for like the hardware, you know, oh, for like, sure. do you want it, do you want us to be like extreme graphics processing right now? Or do you want us to be like, battery optimized <laughs> um, yeah yep. um and also one of the cool things that they did was um a lot of like the crazy customization options that are like normally hidden in android but are still there um nvidia would surface those and put them into the actual settings app um so like the uh the the quick um the quick actions up mm-hmm. you know uh when you pull down the notification tray um on stock stock android you know you have to like long press on the cog up there to like get that to be a system ui um item in in the settings app on the nvidia shield tablet it was just there already um as soon as soon as that was introduced to android um and actually in that way it kind of reminds me of like cyanogen mod because cyanogen uh typically would take those kinds of things and kind of like push them to the forefront yeah Uh, there was also um in terms of like android updates um i was i'm pretty pretty darn happy with the uh the experience that i had um and actually kind of surprised um so major versions of android would usually come to this tablet roughly four months after they were released on like a nexus device um and that's I mean, it's not amazing, but the but you thing got that, updates. So that's amazing. Yeah, that yeah, it, it, yeah. Um, and the really, really amazing thing is, okay, think about when this device came out, July of two thousand fourteen. Yep. The version of Android that was 
currently available at the time was um, the version that came out with the Nexus 5, right? Because the Nexus 5 came out um, the fall previous to that. So mm-hmm. I, th- I think, what was that, like 5.0 or something like that? 4.4? 4. 4? Um, so the... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, any, it's been way, too long. It, um, so, so this device launched with the same version of Android that the Nexus 5 launched with. The Nexus 5, which is like, you know, Google's own first-party device, Google stops giving updates to their Nexus line after two years, right? So they get like three major versions of of the Android's uh, platform. Yep. The NVIDIA Shield tablet uh, has gotten the latest version of Android. What are we on, 7 now? Yep. Yeah, Nougat. Um, I have Nougat on my Shield tablet. You don't have Nougat on the Nexus 5. No. So it, it or, has or gotten... either uh, of the two Nexus 7 tablets, and I don't even know if oh, yeah, the yeah. Nexus 9 is even supported anymore, <laughs> to be honest, either. Right. Yeah. So, like, NVIDIA has been incredibly good about supporting their um, their hardware with software updates going forward, which um, makes me really, really hopeful about, like, the, the, the Android TV box, the mm. Shield um, Android TV that they have as well. I think that'll probably continue to get updates um, into the future. So why do, why do you think uh, NVIDIA was able to be so responsive and, and Google's just sort of, eh, we'll stop eventually? Um, it's probably that NVIDIA doesn't have a new tablet coming out, every, mm-hmm. you know, a new phone coming out every no year. No reason to push. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I would say in general, like tablets tend to, like people tend to hold on to tablets for longer than they tend to hold on to their phones. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Um, but still like, goodness gracious, the, that the Nexus line was like the flagship for Android. Um, hopefully like, are they going to stop supporting the pixel as well after two years? Like that's, um, yes, actually that is confirmed two years of software <sighs> updates and three years of security updates. Um, yeah. so, you know, that sounds bad, but I mean, you know, it's not really Google who's doing this. It's actually Qualcomm. They're good friends at Qualcomm. So uh, what they do is they stop releasing driver updates for after two years of the chip being on the market. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah. So it might be easier for NVIDIA to continue to release updates when they are the ones actually making the drivers. Right. So they can just do the 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 the. Android integration and the driver update at the same time, and they can just push it. Um, whereas Google doesn't have Qualcomm support on that. Right. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Th- thanks for bringing that up because I had not thought of that angle. Yeah, it's uh, a shame. To this conundrum. Mm-hmm. It's a weird, weird world. Yeah. Um, speaking of those security updates, the monthly, the monthly security updates yeah. that uh, Google pushes to their Nexus line, and and you know, hopefully everybody else does as well. No. Um, I've been getting usually like three or four of those a year, um, and usually it's like about a month old when it when it comes to the tablet. So like I actually earlier this week I got like the April, um, I think I think it was the April security update came, um, and I think a lot of times those get pushed out um, simultaneously. Like I think that the reason that Nvidia does those smaller updates is because they find some other hardware issue that they have to fix. Sure. You know? And they just bundle them in. Yeah. 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 So that kind of thing. 
Um, yeah, I wonder. I wonder about those updates too, because the the Pixel gets them, and Google doesn't. So what's weird about the security updates is they don't even cause a new build version to trigger, or version mm. number. I mean, mm-hmm. and and I've always assumed the reason they do that is so that it doesn't humiliate the OEMs. Oh, they need to be humiliated. Well, I know. I agree. They absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of like, like hardware issues, bug fixes and stuff, um, the, there was a period of software updates that was kind of rocky for the NVIDIA Shield tablet. Like, um, I forget which year it was. It may have been like, it it was, it was like, you know, the, the January or February after a major release. Well, for, it, it for would Android. have been, it would have been post Lollipop because Lollipop was notorious for its poor memory <laughs> implementation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there there were like there were a lot of people complaining in in Nvidia's forums about uh, performance issues um, that were introduced with like new ver- major versions, and so Nvidia actually like pulled one of their updates and then worked on it for another like month or two, and then like re-released it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but th- things things have worked out <laughs> uh, in in the end. Um, do you want to talk about performance? Uh, I could talk about performance. Tell me about the battery life of this thing. Yeah, so it's definitely better than like my phone, uh, but it well, is an eight-inch tablet, so it had better be better than my yeah. phone. Um, but for a for like a small tablet like that, I feel like it's been pretty meh. Um, it it was like it was pretty atrocious, honestly, when I first got the device. Um, but then like uh, which which version of Android was it that we got the like they would they would put it into a doze mode if you hadn't six. turned on the screen for a while yeah um so that was one of the big uh one of the big updates to this tablet that really made it like work um is the fact that i could like leave it on my bedside table come back at the end of the day and it would still have a good amount of battery life so i thought you well, were going to say i could put it on my bedside table and then come back to it at the end of the week and it would still have battery life. No, yeah, no. So it's still nowhere near as good as like the school iPad that I. That's insane. You know, I don't touch it. Uh, I don't touch that iPad for like a whole two weeks or whatever. And I open it up. I'm like, oh, twenty percent. Okay, yeah, I cool. could still. Yeah. Um. No, like the yeah. It it doesn't last nearly that long. But I have had times where I forget to charge it for um you know a couple of days, and I open it up. I'm like, oh yeah, I could I can use this for the evening before putting it and plugging it in you know before yeah. bedtime kind of thing yep um and and actually that's um there were several things that came out in android updates that um were really necessary to make this tablet form factor really make sense um you know so like i'm talking uh side by side screen mm-hmm. um uh side app side by side multitasking um, yeah, the battery optimizations for like, um, for when you haven't used the device for a really long time. Um, what other things? Um, uh, memory management. Memory. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah. Um, being able to treat SD cards as if they were internal storage. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the big features that I was excited about in, uh, I think it was Android six. Um, yeah. Um, if, if you're worried about battery life uh, on the Shield tablet, definitely don't use the 
features where you can stream or record gameplay, um, that chews through battery life really, really fast, um, unsurprisingly. Um, and as it turns out, as excited as I was about being able to like record gameplay and stuff, I, I had big plans for, you know, posting tons and tons of, um, of, uh, gameplay from, from my tablet on YouTube. Well, what they, as they say, what is old is new again. Yeah. Um, and as it turns out, the combination of like the battery life, uh, not doing so great when trying to record stuff, but also like, I don't really want to put in the effort to like film all this stuff and make good footage while gaming on my tablet, you Mm -hmm. know, like I would much rather be sitting down at my computer, you know, it like in a kind of a studio setting kind of thing, uh, to, to like work on something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I haven't been using those features very much. Um, other people might, might get good, uh, good mileage out of those features, but I haven't, I haven't used them a whole lot. Um, and the final thing that I have to say about the battery is, um, boom. Oh wait. Oh, no, that was the, uh, note. Seven. Oops, yeah. No. Well, so my my tablet actually got recalled for the exact same thing that the Note Seven did, but like two years earlier. So July of 2015. Um, this was like yeah, like four months or whatever after I had bought this tablet. Um, it gets recalled because there was a battery issue and they could catch fire. Oh. And so you um, could say that it might have been a fire tablet. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but yeah like i i was pretty impressed with their with their recall process you know i just uh, uh i went to a website that they had put up like put in the serial number for it to find out if mine was one of the one of the ones that was affected mm-hmm. um and since it was they like asked me for my um address and they sent me a a this very very elaborate box that had several layers of like cushioning and probably a like thermal padding and right, stuff in so there right so it wouldn't explode exactly yeah <laughs> um and uh i sent it off to them and uh and then they sent me i don't remember if they sent me a new one before i sent off the old one but um but yeah, I, either way, um, I had a new one before long, and um, and so yeah, I've um, I've I've had two different hardware models of this thing, and I've actually like I've reinstalled the operating system several times across those two devices because like at one point I was really really excited for the new version of Android. It was probably Android six mm-hmm. that I really wanted those new features, and so I like installed Cyanogen on it only to discover that Cyanogen was still on android 5 as well uh-huh. and i i because i like miscounted the uh the cyanogen numbers yeah it's um, easy to do don't worry yeah and uh and so that actually uh installing cyanogen on it was one of the ways that i discovered um one of the big flaws in performance on this tablet um and that is uh like in terms of of like responsiveness of the ui um this tablet cannot handle having like anything encrypted right um so i didn't realize that this was an issue at the beginning when i first got the tablet because i got it and immediately like told it to encrypt itself as i was like setting up the device right um and so it chugged along and it was a little slow and usually what it had problems with were things like what i would classify as context switching right Mm -hmm. so anytime that i had to like switch from one app to another or um 
or loads like you know a significant amount of data um from disk or you from know from, disk. A, from from flash yeah 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 um and it seemed to me also that like it it uh it wiped apps from memory pretty darn aggressively you know mm-hmm. like so i would be using two apps and you know i'd be switching between them and it would have to like reload one of the apps and then everything would just like slow down right um so when when it would slow down was that in the form of just not doing something quick or was that actual animation jitter or actual actual, yeah actual animation jitter so like i like it would have like i wouldn't be able to pull down like the notification tray you know even system level things i yeah um and when i installed cyanogen all those problems went away and so I was like, oh, oh, Cyanogen, you're amazing. This is great. Like, you you make things run so much faster. And then, like, a few weeks later, I was like, oh, yeah, right, Cyanogen. I never told you to, like, encrypt the uh, the device. I should have you do that. So I told it to do that. And then it started getting slower mm-hmm. and slower and slower. And so then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hmm. So then I was like, well, I I can't. I'm not going to just wipe the device again and reinstall cyanogen um yet i'm going to wait and see whether cyanogen gets android 6 or whether like nvidia comes with android 6 first and nvidia came with android 6 first and so i re like i wiped cyanogen from it and reinstalled the uh the uh official image right and so then that time i didn't encrypt the disc and everything was happy and then (laughs) Later on, I got an SD card for it because I was like, I, you know, okay, 16 gigs, not good enough. Um, and so I, so I got this SD card and I told it to format it as, as if it was like, you know, internal storage. And as it turns out, I think that, that is encrypted as well, which makes sense because like you can't use the SD card in any other device when you have it formatted in this way. Um, and so that has a ton of problems. I think specifically when you're loading apps that are stored on on that disk. But because of because you don't have control over which apps are stored on the SD card and which ones are in, in internal, you know, that's one of the features, right? The features mm-hmm. uh, is that you don't have to worry about, like, moving things over from the SD card to the internal storage or anything like that, right? Android will just take care of it for you. So then it became, like, totally unpredictable when I was going to be having these kinds of problems. Um and uh and recently um like a couple of months ago i think um i i told it like okay forget this like wipe that sd card get rid of it we're gonna just treat it as as a regular sd card um and actually for some reason i haven't been able to get it to recognize the sd card again so i can't use it it's it's just a 16 gigabyte tablet right now um but yeah that um it's running just fine now you know it's running quite quickly but like i have spent so much time over the last three years using this tablet that was running way way slower than it could have been and i feel so stupid now (laughs) well so it's funny funny you mentioned that uh that the slowing and the jittering because it's very similar to what happened when the nexus 9 launched Mm. so it, it experienced the same kind of uh memory throttling uh, it experienced the same kind of jitter when um, app switching. Um, just overall, it, it experienced a, a lot of system level hardship, and then it also experienced a ton of build quality issues because, well, you know, Nexus devices. So yeah. I, th- I think I think um, you know it could have something to do with Nvidia and their initial set of drivers. Um, 
and and as these are cheaper devices and they're not flagship phones for example running seven hundred dollars or more mm-hmm. um they probably did actually just use cheaper flash yeah yeah and if i recall correctly that was the problem that the nexus the original nexus 7 had yep as well yeah yep, bad bad old sucky cheap flash mm-hmm. um so the the lesson that I'm taking away from that is if you get a device that doesn't encrypt the storage by default, don't force it to do that. Yeah. Because there was probably a reason that the manufacturer decided not to do that. Well, that's a funny story too then because when the Nexus 6 was coming out, um, I think, I think uh, Lollipop was launching and the ne- Nexus 6 was supposed to be the first phone that would... Um, use lollipop's enforced encryption model right but and and they told us that at io that the the phone with lollipop on it will be encrypted by default yay well little did we know that the nexus 6 was so bad (laughs) that they decided to not do it that year they waited until next the year after right yep so and they and then they went on to encrypt the nexus 6 anyway because they ugh. (laughs) yes i agree with your idea do not encrypt if you don't have to encrypt it by default um i think i think that 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 whole thing about um it like most people would have never done what you did Mm -hmm. flashing it trying it encrypting it so yeah yeah you know yeah it's hit or miss on whether that would happen to somebody else but you never know yeah and, and i mean if if it did happen to somebody else like obviously i was having trouble initially by my because of my own actions right because i forced it to encrypt but like i was able to figure out what was going on also because i flashed the entire device and installed a custom rom yeah something that is not gonna happen with the vast majority no yeah definitely not um i would also like to note that being a, a a small tablet um almost all of the small tablets that i've had I have had pretty bad luck with them in terms of like breaking them. Oh. Yeah. So way back in the day, the Nexus Seven, uh, I dropped one of those. Actually, it fell out of my pocket from like just chair height and hit the ground and like got a crack clear across the middle of it. Right. And for because of the way that the digitizer was like integrated into the glass of that device, it could no longer receive touch inputs on the bottom half of the screen, which is ridiculous. So then I ended up getting a replacement from you, Ryan. Yep. And then I had that for a while and I, I uh it took me a while to break that one, but I also <laughs> broke it just by like dropping it on the freaking sidewalk and it just, like <laughs> the entire screen shattered. Um Yeah, so that was the end of that Nexus seven. Uh <laughs> now for the for um the nvidia shield tablet um you remember how i hey i mentioned that it was uh recalled and i got a second nvidia shield tablet right what do i do like two months after uh, i get my replacement one? Oh well i drop it uh oh, of <laughs> course remember, you do and i remember exactly what i was doing when i dropped it because um we were playing uh a game of space team which is where like um you get a bunch of uh mobile devices um tethered to each other you know either over the wi-fi network or vi- via bluetooth and um you're acting as like the bridge crew on a spaceship, right? And so, like people, like 
different people will see different commands on their screen and those commands are to like fiddle with different stuff but you may not have the stuff on your own device that you need to fiddle with so you need to yell at somebody else in the group like hey you need to do this such and such a thing um, but you don't know exactly who has the other thing so it becomes like a giant shouting match right and one of the things that can happen is there's a bunch of asteroids coming everybody needs to shake their device oh my god so i was holding this big eight inch tablet and i was like shake 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 and whoop it goes right out of my hands and lands on the hard floor and luckily luckily this one um it only broke like the the bottom corner of uh of the screen and the digitizer is not integrated with the glass in this one Hmm. so i can it still accepts touch inputs down there um and most of the time i don't actually notice that those that that you know the the glass is broken down there because I usually read stuff with like a dark background. Right. Um, so like white text on a black dark background, I can't actually see those black lines. Um, the spider web shape. <laughs> yeah. You need to be really careful with your, your glass devices. I do. I do. Ugh, that's so bad. And it's not like, and it, it's, it's like, I would never put a, a case on a seven or eight inch tablet. Like, because I don't just carry those around, like, you know, while I'm walking down the street kind of thing, you know? Right, right, totally. Um, most of the times that I'm using it, I'm, like, sitting on the couch or whatever. Um, and so, and and I also uh, am a little, like, cavalier with it, right? I'll just, like, toss it over onto the bed or whatever. Yeah. And, like, that's, I mean, I guess it's kind of risky because it could bounce off. But, like, I'm 95% sure that's not going to hit the ground. <laughs> it's that last 5% that gets you every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, eh, it's mm. my, it's my own darn fault. That's if okay. You, if you're more careful with it, then, um, then you, then you won't have any problems. Something about international backup day or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just ask Andrew about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall I have, I've really, really enjoyed having it. Um, I love using it as like my e-reader. Um, and actually for like, uh, for comic books in particular, it's a, it's almost exactly the right size for like, you know, one page of yeah. a comic book kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, which, you know, even though like comiXology is really, really good with their like, you know, one panel to one panel zoom feature, you know, so you can read a comic on a on a phone mm-hmm. um it's still so much better to just have the whole screen the whole right. page better context yeah 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 um you know watch it like i i now that youtube red is a thing um i really like using the tablet to download a series of youtube videos to just like you know watch on a car trip or on a plane trip or whatever um so it's it's like it's my go-to media consumption device right it's not like it's not my main messaging device because it's not with me in my pocket at all times it's not my like creation device right because i don't it doesn't have like a keyboard attached to it and i would never like get a case for it that has like a keyboard attachment you know i wouldn't try to use this thing as like a a laptop yeah replacer um it's just it's like a perfect in-between device and i think that like a larger tablet like you know a standard sized ipad is too big for to to really use that way right. um i think that the eight inch tablet is is in the exact right spot for that yep. um now if if i suddenly like totally broke it and couldn't get it fixed would i replace it with another like similar eight inch tablet i'm not sure because it it is like it's it's a luxury, honestly, you know, having this in between kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I have a, it, just get a bigger phone. 
<laughs> you keep telling me that, but dude, I really want to be able to like touch most of the screen with just one thumb. Um, get a bigger hand. I, you know, uh, yeah, that's. I need, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love telling people when they can't like reach things up on shelves. I'm like, just grow some longer legs. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, I'm pretty satisfied with it. Um, but I don't I don't think that having a seven or eight inch tablet is like a necessity for most people. No, definitely yeah. not. It's definitely like the the fourth or fifth electronic device that you should buy. <laughs> wow, that's to, that's that's like four to electronic devices too many for most people. For to most be people, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. I well, don't that know, sounds Ryan. pretty good. Yeah, you got any other questions for me? Um, so Nintendo doesn't want anybody to make any more of these, and 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 so if, oh, if yeah. Nintendo, it's very very unlikely that Nvidia is going to come out with another Shield tablet at, now that the Switch is a thing. And and so let just let's just pretend uh, the Switch flops and it goes away and never comes back. Hmm. Uh, would you buy another one if Nvidia made it? Yeah, probably. Um, and and as I said during our Nexus special about the Switch, like that is the big the big reason that I wouldn't get a Switch is because it is just for games, and I really don't like limiting myself. You know, I don't like having mm-hmm. hardware that is just for one specific thing yeah you want something Um, more general purpose yep yep and and like the exception for that is like really cheap things like um you know the chromecast family of devices right i can i can spend 35 dollars to have a little thing plugged into my television so that it's just nice and convenient for me to be able to throw things up there on the screen without Mm -hmm. having to deal with a keyboard um but no for like a 300 dollars device um it definitely has to be general purpose for me yeah um, that's and, totally reasonable and i don't think enough people believe in that kind of thing mm-hmm. so i'm glad you do yeah and and like yeah the nvidia shield tablet um fills yeah fills the need of being able to like do stuff with it but also being able to game with it if i want um a quick note about the wireless controller for the shield tablet um i had very very bad mileage with that controller um it, uh, you know, like you use it wirelessly with the tablet, um, and you can also plug it into um, a PC and use it as a regular controller there, um, you know, but you have to like plug it into a micro USB cable, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I didn't realize about it is that you can only do that if you have an NVIDIA graphics card in that PC mm. because it, it like interfaces with um, the GeForce, uh, yep. um, you know, driver, like um, manager thingy. Yep. Um, and I plugged it into a PC that didn't have a graphics card in it once. And ever since then, I don't know, did it like mess up the firmware on this thing or something? Because it could not connect anything after that like i think i managed to get it to connect to the shield tablet once or twice and the shield tablet was like ah i've got a software update for this controller let me just push that over to the controller and then it would like you know the controller would like restart itself and then it couldn't connect again and like ugh, i had to i had to throw away the 60 dollars controller because i couldn't use it anymore that's terrible um, yeah it, that was bad and i don't know if that is a common thing or if i just had really bad luck with that controller yeah that sounds pretty bad Mm. Um, but yeah, so like, yeah, if, mm, if, if they really wanted this to be a tablet that could be used, um, for game, like for serious gaming, I think that a better, 
I think that they would have to really take a, a leaf out of the Switch's book and have, like, controllers attached to the sides of it kind of thing. Um, and if they could figure out some way to do that while also making the tablet, like, still be usable as a normal tablet when you're not gaming with it... Um, you know, they may have to make them be detachable the way that the switches are. Right. Um, but yeah, like that, that I think is the ideal for me. I think that Nintendo really did that right. Yep. Um, and uh, so, yeah, if, if NVIDIA wanted to make another one of these shield tablets, they would have to, yeah, they'd have to take notes. <laughs> well, they know how they, 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 I'm sure they already have the blueprints. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's pretty good. I'm glad you liked it and mm-hmm. glad it worked and, out. And I'm still using it. Like, um, you know, even if it doesn't get like the next major version of Android, um, I'll probably keep using it for quite a while because it's not like, yeah, it's not it's not like it's my daily driver, you know? Right. Yeah. And 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 at this point, all of the good features are there. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. And and Google didn't announce anything this year that was really like tablet focused. Exactly. Um. So. Yeah. That is that is one thing that uh, I guess this the. Android tablets in general suffer with is that like most apps that are on Android don't have user interfaces that uh, are built with a, a larger screen in mind, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like I'm using a very large phone, you, you know, if I switch over to like Hangouts or something like that. Um, yeah. That's exactly how it feels on Hangouts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Well, that sounds pretty good then. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining me, Ryan. Yeah, where can we find you, Ian? And yeah, so um, if you want to find me on the internet, you can uh, go to Twitter and search up Ian R. Buck. That's uh, that's where I exist. Also, um, IanRBuck.com is where it, hopefully sometime this summer I will revamp that website and actually start putting stuff that I make uh, up there so that you'll be able to find everything. It's um, not secure. Oh my gosh, yeah, we've got to so, fix this. So Let's Encrypt failed to <sighs> renew earlier this year, and I have not bothered to go and solve that problem yet, because I also switched the Linode uh, server from the $10 tier to the $5 tier, which apparently changed like the public keys that I used to, to SSH. Oh into... my gosh. So I... <laughs> Need to need to go do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can find me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter at Ryanmar, and of course on https colon slash slash ryanmarepercent.com. <laughs> because that's not secured either. No, it is secured. Oh, it is. Oh, did you say the yes? Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, and if you are interested in other podcasts of ours, um, yeah, of course, Second Opinion is our reviews show. Um, we have several other shows on our network as well, so go and check that out at thenexus.tv. Um, you can find us on Twitter at thenexustv. Um, and if you have feedback about like this specific episode, either uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter or you can email us at thenexustv at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good one. 